0: You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. I think the world needs to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck of oh, the show. am I
1: going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, Claire, as always, joined with my lovely co-host, Caitlin. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Oh, gosh, not much. Just back at home from a long,
1: long day of work. What have you been up to? Uh, Same. It's been, like, getting adjusted after... uh... After the trip, which thank I'm so happy to be back, but then like jumping back into work and work has been crazy lately, so it's just kind of like it
0: no no is. rest
1: period. That's okay. I know. My gosh. Well, we
0: were. I feel like we've been blowing and going the past couple of months, and so this past weekend we actually had. I I did not leave the house once. I came home from work on Friday, and didn't leave until Monday morning, <laughs> going to that work the amazing. next. Amazing. So oh, I and so us, usually, usually once like I. Stuck at home for more than forty-eight hours, I get really like claustrophobic, and I'm like, I need to get out of this house. Like, it's driving me crazy. But that didn't even happen this weekend. I was like, like, Sunday night rolled around. I was like, Oh, yeah, I guess I haven't even stepped outside. This is probably an issue. I didn't have any fresh air, but
1: eh, it happens, right? That sounds like so much fun. Okay, now I know what I'm doing this weekend. I'm just not gonna leave the house.
0: It's uh, yeah, those are are nice every once in a while. Like when you just need a minute to just like breathe but i will say though we were busy at home though so we didn't just i didn't just lay around and watch netflix all weekend which sounds amazing um which yeah. we did watch some netflix but um we were actually busy cleaning in our house um and organizing stuff which we were actually very excited about doing because when we moved into our house a little over a year ago we just kind of literally moved in and just shoved shit in corners and places because we had so much so much stuff to move and then we never organized. And so over a year later we're like, okay, our house is like it's a nice brand new house and it looks like crap inside. So we probably should do something about it. So um yeah, we just we spent Oh sorry. I forgot my dogs are in here. Sorry guys. (laughs) Hey puppies are always welcome on this podcast. So even if they're not puppies. Hope they behave. But um Yeah. We started with tackling our closet this weekend and I was inspired. Have you watched on Netflix, um, the Marie Kondo or I'd never heard of her before until she had a show on Netflix.
1: No. So like I had neither, but like I've talked to so many people that have watched it and they just love it. And they're so inspired by her. And I feel like if I watched it, I would be too But I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah.
0: I I started it because I'd been hearing just so much about it. I was like, oh, I'll look into this. And then after watching it, I mean, she's just like this precious little little, tiny, tiny lady. And she just comes in and just helps you organize. And it's just like the sweetest person and just comes in and helps these families that, you know, have are worse off than I guess we are. You know, like the worst thing is we have stuff shoved into drawers, but helps like families in need organize their house. Um, and I was like, okay, this is going to help. And so she has a way of just organizing stuff in your closet and your drawers and your kitchen and your office, like everything. Um, and so we decided to tackle that this weekend. And so our closet was the first step and oh my gosh. So we moved in I said a little over a year ago, we have, when we went through everything, five, large trash bags full of clothes that we're taking to Goodwill. I'm like, how did we have five wow. like full, full trash bags of clothes? How does that happen? Uh,
1: uh, it happens to me too. I mean, it's, it's wild. Like I did that, gosh, maybe like a month or two ago. And have you heard of thread up? Yes, I have. Okay. So one of my friends introduced me to thread up, which I mean, I think they're still processing my bag. I mean, it's been like months, but whatever. So, um, they send you like this massive clean out your closet bag. And by massive, I mean like, it's like three feet by like three feet. It's a huge huge square thing. So, um, Anyway, like I filled that thing up and then like, I still had more clothes that I took to Goodwill. And then like one of the organizations I volunteer with has a resale thing. So, I mean, like I took all this stuff. It's like, how does this happen? I guess it's just like, it accumulates like every season you're buying new clothes. And like, even if it's just like a piece here and there, like it it adds up. And so you just don't notice the ones that you don't wear anymore because you're looking for the ones that you do wear. And so it takes something like a hard reset on your closet to look at and be like, oh, I forgot I had this when was the last time I wore this I don't remember okay it probably needs to go
0: yes when the sad thing is is we went through our clothes before we moved into our house which I said was just a little over a year ago and a lot of the stuff that we moved was stuff that we'd moved with it's not like I bought new things and now I'm deciding to get rid of it like honestly I haven't bought that many clothes within the past year I think now we were more serious like because we had stuff shoved in there so much it's like okay let's be real I know I said a year ago, oh, I'll probably wear this, and I haven't in that whole year. So it's like okay, (laughs) like we we had to like okay, we just got to put our big boy pants on. Like I am never going to wear this again. So our closet now we walk in and it's just like you don't realize walking into a room like that it stresses you out until you have it nice and clean and organized, and you walk in and it like you're like
1: oh this like is soothing it's very yeah.
0: soothing and same with our drawers too like folding them a certain way to where it's not just like you don't have stuff stacked on top of each other you it's have like it crammed re- in there yeah. yeah so that's what oh, we did that's that this awesome. weekend. awesome yeah um our next project is i don't know if we'll do it this weekend or in the next coming weekends is our pantry and our kitchen is a war zone a war wow. zone so if you have any Mine tips too. on how to organize a pantry i don't even know where to begin
1: Well, mine needs some help too. And I I'm at the same point where I'm like, I don't know how to do it. So like, we don't have a walk-in pantry. It's just like this kind of small, like early eighties cupboard. So, and it's just tall. So, I mean, like it works, it's fine. It's just that I don't really know how to organize. Like I kind of have in my mind, okay. Like some of my baking items are here my cereal is down here and my bread goes here. But like, there was like cans and stuff. There's like microwavable rice bags, like where there shouldn't be. And it's just, it doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense. So I probably need to take a hard look at doing that before too long. So maybe you guys can do it and then tell me what I should, because I feel yeah. like I need to go buy, you know, like those cool little um, like containers that like you hit the top part and it yes. pops up and then uh-huh. you hit it again and it goes down and it's section. Like, I would love to get some of those. I feel like that would be cool.
0: Which the sad part is we have a couple of those from our wedding registry that we got you know over 4 years ago and we haven't used them I'm like okay Oh man. We need to use these. And we, like you said, you have areas where you're like, okay, this is where cereal goes, or at least you have a de- kind of designated area. We don't. We literally, when we get home from the grocery store, I literally just like throw shit in there. And it is <laughs> a mess. Like up to where every time you open the door, something falls off of the shelf. And you're just like, Ugh. like, damn it. Yes, every time. <laughs> and then our cat will run in. Her cat food, like her cans are on the very bottom shelf. And she knows it. So she darts in and every, it's a fight closing. Like, we've closed her in the pantry. But- before not even realize oh, no. you hear like, meow, meow. like where's Penny okay. oh my god she's in the pantry so we need to organize it so
1: anyway yeah um that's awesome though yeah you're gonna have such a nice clean house like, I, so good. I hope so and that that
0: kind of just got me thinking so we both are homeowners and so we, I feel like we had two different routes that we took, right. Since we built our home and you, you purchased a home that was already built and, you know, we've had some struggles within the past year. Um, and it made me think like, I feel like I know you have, I feel like I've heard a couple of things before too, but I mean, what have you had much issues with your house? Since? Oh, and when did, Remind me again when y'all bought, you've had your house a couple or three, three years. years. Okay. So we
1: bought it in March of 2016 okay. and, um, since we've moved... Okay, let me back up. My house was built in 1981. Okay. So I love it because it's kind of got that like traditional kind of Texas house look to it. And those of y'all that live in, in Texas kind of know what I'm talking about. You know, brick. Yes. Just looks traditional. So it's kind of like what I grew up in. I love it. Whatever. So um, anyway, kind of what we've realized is when we moved in... Because it was like kind of reaching that thirty to thirty-five year mark, like a lot of like the original stuff was starting to go bad. Yeah. So we right off the bat replaced all the windows. A lot of the seals were broken on the windows, so that was a chunk of change. And then the (laughs) we had, gosh, uh, we had these French doors in our in our living room that were like so old that like if the wind blew hard enough they'd like bust open oh my god that's so so scary it freaks me out oh my gosh you have no idea like whenever Austin was gone like there'd be times at night where like we're or in the morning like I wake up and like the doors were like kind of like cracked open a little bit (gasps) nope
0: nope (laughs) oh my gosh I can't handle this like even if you lock it they would still just still like
1: open so yeah like you know how like on the double doors, there's like a latch that go on like one side, there's a latch that goes up towards like the top of the frame and one that goes down towards the bottom. I don't yeah. know if it's just like the latch was broken and it just wouldn't stay put, but it's just like it would blow in. And I mean, like whenever it was really windy, you could hear the wind just like rattling through it. And so oh. dealt with that for like a whole year and finally replaced those uh, French doors the second year we lived here, which has been such a nice upgrade. I'm very thankful for it just from a, a, I mean, both from a safety standpoint and it just looks so much better than it used to. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, like just living, living in a little bit of an older house, it's like there's always something that can be fixed. And um, unfortunately, at least how I feel about it is the people that had it before us kind of did like, patch repairs so it's like they'd fix it to where it either aesthetically was fine or was functional but it didn't solve the problem so we inherited a lot of like the problems that I would rather fix the right way rather than you know just patch it again have to deal with it again in a couple of years can I ask so, a question
2: yeah does that include the the way that they sealed up the, the uh, vent to make it oh, look like it was, was done but it wasn't
1: yeah, there there's that too. So <laughs> that was the whole thing. So when we were painting our bathroom, there's like this low vent that's supposed to supposed to get cold air in there. And uh we like removed it so we didn't get paint on it, and it's just there's nothing behind it. Oh. It's just a vent there. It's a sham vent. <laughs> so it's like, why is this what? why do we have this? I don't understand. So Oh, gosh i mean there's like no there's no limit to like all the just shenanigans that've gone on with this house so uh, and i mean like it's a great house and i know every house has its issues so it's not like we inherited this money pit house this is just normal stuff that happens with having a house and like I, it took me a while to learn that because I got really hacked off whenever we first moved in my mom's like this was
0: just being a homeowner well it okay. probably just felt like it didn't like a lot of stuff just hit it once like you moved yeah. in and it's just like one thing i i specifically remember about your house like I love your house and I've loved coming over but do you remember at your bachelorette party what happened that oh, very no. first night oh
1: yes I remember that oh my goodness oh I felt yeah so
0: we were over at Caitlin's getting ready to go out her on her bachelorette party on a Friday night and there was I don't remember how many girls like maybe five of us total over there and one of your friends was like hey can I take a shower before we go out and you're like yeah sure go use the the bathroom upstairs um, I guess I didn't realize that y'all had y'all never used the like shower upstairs. I guess you wouldn't have had any need to use the shower no, upstairs. We had
1: messed with it. I mean, I, probably the last time it was messed with was during the inspection. So I mean, like if you just do a quick look at something, nothing's gonna go wrong, right? right. So didn't you? Yeah. And she
0: goes upstairs oh. and showers, and then probably like twenty minutes later, like comes running down a towel, and she's like, "Guys, I can't turn the water. <laughs> I can't turn the water." like what you can't like, no like it won't turn off so we all run upstairs and like we're turning the it's like the thing's just turning and it does it's not shutting the water off and we're like oh my god and so you get on i think you call austin and are like we can't turn the water off it's gonna flood the house and it's like this massacre and i don't remember how did we in, did austin have to fix it or what do remember yeah, how he fixed it yeah so
1: austin his dad and brother came over like as we are all getting ready to go out for my bachelorette party and somehow they figured out a way to turn it off without having to like totally turn off the water yeah. that was that was a whole thing oh my gosh
0: i forgot about it <laughs> like oh stuff. my god the last thing, thing you need on your bachelorette party is like worrying about house shit and here we are worrying about oh. house shit <laughs>
1: Good grief. Well, and so like I said, it's just never ending. There's always something. And so the most recent thing that we've, uh, I'll start with a positive one. So um, we have an area off to the side in our backyard that our dogs used to go potty and it's never been able to grow grass. And now I don't know if that's because my dogs just pee over there and it kills it yeah. or if it's just the soil isn't working or what, but like we totally like revamped our backyard since we moved in. It looks awesome. I really love it. Except for this one area. It's just like the shit area that like, we don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such an awkward shape. So a couple weekends ago, before we left on our trip, we actually put in AstroTurf by ourselves, which nice. I was like, Amazed that it was as easy as it was. Yeah. So we, we like legitimately were looking at into companies coming out to do it. And I mean, it's, it can't be bigger than like 10 feet by like 60. I mean, it's not very big at all, mm. but um we're trying to get like, a company to do it and we were trying to pick turf and so we were <laughs> once again back at Costco Costco is like a running theme with our family like Costco is life I don't know <laughs> if you guys do Costco or not but like we love Costco we use Sam's for certain same thing basically yeah, yeah. Oh, and I grew up with Sam's too so I love yeah. Sam's but for we have a Costco that's like two minutes away so anyway we were walking through it and we found like these massive rolls of turf They were like a hundred bucks a piece. So we got these rolls of turf and it came with all the stuff. Even though it went to home Depot and bought all the extra stuff that YouTube told us that we needed to do. But we like watched a YouTube video and like put it in like three hours. Nice. That's amazing. Pretty cool. I was actually really impressed. I didn't think we could do it, but we did it. So that was our like most recent, like aesthetic update that we've enjoyed. But um, we came back from somewhere. I can't remember where it was. But we were running an errand um, that weekend before we left town. And when we came back, I was I was around the back part of my house. And I looked up and I saw that our chimney cap had blown off. And I was like, well, okay, so how do we put it back on there? And Austin's like, oh, I'm just going to hop up there and put it on. And I was like, no, it's like 30 J- feet. Yeah, I don't think crazy. so. I was like, first of all, you'd have to have a ladder to get up to that part. And then you'd have to have another ladder to get to the top of the chimney on top of the roof. So that's a hard pass for me. You are not doing that. So anyway, we left it alone. Then one last week, once we were back, I like went on home advisor, which by the way, home advisor has been fantastic for us. I don't know if you guys ever use it, but uh-uh. um, if you need like literally anything you could need for your house, like you can find it on there. And know. they're really responsive. Like I've had good experiences with people that I found on there. So we, we went on home advisor and found some chimney guys. So, um, I'm, I'm texting this chimney guy and he's like, okay, well we can come out and replace it. And I was like, Oh, I just need it like put back on. You I mean, I'll have to replace it. He's like, no, no, no. It's not going to fit back on. It's broken now if it came off. So we'll have to replace it. I was like, okay, you know, how much is that going to cost? He said it's like one seventy five, including the parts and labor. I was like, okay. So they came over on Tuesday, and when they when they were over, they did a full inspection. They're like, yeah, this is just part of what we do. And Austin's like, okay, you know, we haven't had the chimney inspected in a while. Well, they find out that like the inside of our chimney was like eroding, Ooh. like the grouts like all messed up and. So if water, especially with us not having a freaking chimney cap, if water was to get in there, it would erode like the wood that's inside that kind of makes up the support for the chimney. And we'd just like start having a a crumbling chimney. Oh my God. (laughs) So so our $175 project went from that to $2,000 of a project. And I was not expecting that. No. So I was just like, dang it. So I mean, it just, it feels like. There's always something. And then Justin talking about um the vent being clawed made me think of another. I'm just going on and on about my house. You guys know sure. I want to hear. Uh, so we have a pool and I love having a pool. When I was younger, like I thought it was super cool that my friends had pools and they could mm-hmm. go out and swim whenever they wanted and summer was awesome they just swam in it all the time so i was super jealous like we had community pools that i had to walk to and they were great and they, like i i appreciate that now as an adult i'm like oh that's nice you have a pool that you can go to that you don't have to keep up so i was pumped when we bought a house with a pool but i had always heard that they're a money pit well turns out this one in particular for sure is so When we got it, um, it had like this original filter on it from like 30, 35 years ago. And so we had to replace the filter and, um, that was expensive. And then we found out that I I don't know how this happened, why it happened, but it just is. So somebody at some point in time poured concrete down the main drain of our pool. What? So there's no section from the main drain. It's just there. Hmm. So. All of our suction comes from like the little, um, oh gosh, the skimmers, like the little baskets, like where it's so. so That's where we get all of our suction from. So it's fine right now, but as it gets hotter, it makes it to where algae grows. (laughs) I think Justin mentioned this (laughs) in a previous pod. So algae. One of my favorite
2: things that ever happened to you.
1: Oh my god, this is hilarious. (laughs) And that includes
2: the time in college when you tried to drink out of a pitcher in a bar.
1: Oh, uh. oh gosh. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you're like, no, nope. Nope. <laughs> give me that. So <laughs> um, so we had like a really, really bad year with algae. Like last year was a little bit better, but it's still terrible. I mean, it's like, you'd look out back and it'd still be this like colored green. And oh, yeah. so, yeah, because we don't have that suction, we don't have that um, constant motion. It's like the water can just sit there and stagnate yep. and build algae so we have to run our pool pump like constantly during the summer just to keep it at least in some sh- semblance of normalcy so um before we replaced the filter and and like rerouted the pump somehow to where it's at least a little bit better than it was to where we get circulation in the pool we had one really really bad year and it was like a swamp like there's okay Ugh. there's an episode of the simpsons where marge and homer get a pool <laughs> yes. and like they don't Replace like the chlorine or something in it. And it just turns into like this swamp. Like yes. it's just mucky, <laughs> nasty, like brown, green, gross. Okay. That's what my pool looked like. It was disgusting. You could not <laughs> see the bottom of it. And like, we did not know what to do. I was just like, this is beyond hope. Like we need a professional just come right. shock the shit out of this thing and just <laughs> figure out how to like burn off. all." So we had no idea what to do. So one day I'm out back pulling weeds and This is so weird. Like I was fully dressed. I wasn't in like athleisure like I normally am. I was like fully dressed in like this little like shorts outfit. And I had my flip flops on and I had my phone in my pocket, which I never do. Like I always have my phone just and I set it somewhere. I don't ever have it on my person. So it's just weird that that happened. And um, there's a very narrow ledge of a walkway between the pool and like where our rock bed is. So (laughs) I stepped backwards a little too far my ankle like rolled oh. and like my flip-flop caught the edge of the pool and I just I went in but I hit my hip on the corner of like the oh. uh, like the coping of the pool on the way down and guys I I thought i broke like a part of my hip off like you know that bony oh, part in, like the front yes. of your hip. like I thought I broke that off like <laughs> it so oh. bad. so I fell in the swamp and, <laughs> and like I mean, I have my sunglasses on. We we found the sunglasses two weeks later. Finally, when we got the oh, pool clear enough to so see at the bottom, you never
2: told me that part. <laughs>
0: Wait. So, like, were you were you by yourself? Was
1: Austin I was home? By myself. Oh God. It was like ten in the morning, <laughs> and so like at first I was like, "Oh my God, my phone!" So somehow the phone survived. I don't know how. I didn't even have to put in rice or anything. It was just working when it came out, and it wasn't even back when like Apple like had water resistant up to a certain amount of feet. Yeah. So thank goodness for that. But um, like I was like sobbing like I hurt so bad and like I couldn't bear weight on it so like I'm literally like I got like all this algae all over my arms and legs and I'm like crawling on my (laughs) deck and then I'm like calling Austin <laughs> mm-hmm. And like I just I, like I don't know, like I had just gotten so worked up about the whole thing. And you ever know or do you know like when you cry and you're like stressed out about something, so you just like can't catch your breath and yes. it just makes you cry even harder and you just like cannot get control. <laughs> That's how I was. It was so bad. So I call Austin and I'm like, oh, oh Austin. And he's like, oh my God, what's wrong? <laughs> I was like, I fell in the pool, and I hit my hip, and I think it's broken. I don't know what's go- what's wrong with it, but I can't walk on it. And so I just, like, and sobbing, like, I just cannot get a grip. And, like, he just pauses, and he goes, well, I have a meeting in 15 minutes. So. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been like, screw you. I know. I just didn't even know what to say. He's like, I mean, what do you – do you want me to come home? And I was like – "I." I don't. I don't know. Oh, no. So I like drag myself to the bathroom. I think that's when I sent you a snap, and I was just like, "Well, this happened today." Oh, <laughs> like drenched clothes, the hair's drenched, got algae all over me. So
2: you're lucky looking. Austin wasn't there to be honest, because he just would have seen you crawling up the back porch covered in <laughs> green slime like a monster, <laughs> and he would have certainly called you a swamp person or something. <laughs> so you're lucky that you called him and. You know, yeah looking like the girl
1: from the ring or something. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <sighs> oh my
0: god. Well, I just want to know: were you when you fell in? Like, did you sit
1: like since you hurt your hip? Like, were you in there for a bit before you could like get yourself out of the pool? Or- yeah, I mean, it kind of stunned me. Like, I didn't really like it didn't register what had happened. I was just like, I was here, and then now I'm in the pool, and my hip really hurts. So I like I sat there for like a minute and like just kind of like hoisted myself out. <laughs> and, um, and it was like the deep end and stuff, which my deep end is not really that deep. It's still, it's just like, <laughs> it was at least like chest level. And so like, I had to like get out somehow without really using my legs and that was hard. So. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh. So anyway, I left, uh, like I cleaned up and I left to go get lunch with my mom and Austin came home. And my car wasn't there and he freaked out. So he was calling me and I wasn't picking up my phone. Oh God. <laughs> because I was at lunch with my mom. And so he thought like I had gone to the ER and he's like, oh my God, I was fixing to like, go to like all these ERs and see if I could find you. I couldn't, get <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm fine now. I mean, it hurts, got a big bruise, but oh, better now.
2: God, so, I really, I
0: mean, not to laugh at your pain, but like I what, no, I, would, what I would give if you had had like, i don't know if you'll have a camera on your back porch or anything (laughs) but to have seen it yes but to have seen this happen like after the fact like you're perfectly fine and healthy and everything but to watch it back like that have been hilarious
1: it's kind of like michael scott when he fell in the koi pond yes (laughs) absolutely oh my god not unlike that so anyway um yeah I mean, we've we've always had little updates going on, but you guys moved into like pretty much a brand new house since y'all built it. Yes, right? so y'all haven't. Hopefully, y'all haven't had too many issues. So no, like that's
0: where we've been lucky. You know, I guess with um, you know, we didn't really search for a house for very long because we came to the realization that what we wanted in our price range, we couldn't find we couldn't find and so we ended up finding a a new community where there's I mean just tons of construction going on and we were able to build for in our in our at the top end of our budget but we were able to build what we wanted and so luckily with us having a new new home we were hoping we would not have major issues like you were you're you saying you know things have been around for 30 years so you're having to update a bunch of stuff which we've been luckily able to avoid as of now. So we haven't had anything like like you. Um the only the only like major thing there's a couple of things that happened when we very first moved in. So well, I guess one of the first things is when I guess we were dealing with all of the financing for our home. So we had to go up to our bank and we had some paperwork and stuff to fill out. And so we were talking to the guy sitting there, like, "Oh, yeah, well, we're purchasing purchasing a home. Like, we just built our home and whatnot." And so he was like, "Oh, well, make." He was like, "We, me and my wife, like built our house not too long ago." And he was like, "Make sure that this doesn't happen to you." And he told us this like horror story of about, I guess they when um, they were putting up the drywall in their home, I guess. They, or they moved into their house, right? Okay. They get in there and they, after a week, they're like, something really sm- smells horrible in our house. It smells terrible. Oh, no. They're like, they couldn't figure out what it was. And so they had someone like, I don't know, from like the, the builder come out and basically look around and they realized it was coming from a certain wall. And so they break down the wall and open it up and there is a dead skunk in the wall. Oh, <laughs> and so he's telling us this and he's like yeah it was horrific he's like so make sure that there's nothing like in the they don't leave any trash or anything inside the walls because it's going to smell and we're like well our house is already built at this point so hopefully not um, but that got us really concerned right so luckily that didn't happen but we move in oh. and probably a week later I go outside and I'm going to our garage and I smell what smells like gas and I'm like uh, is this something to be concerned about? So I have Justin come outside and smell too. He's like, "Yeah, it smells like gas." We we're like, "Do we have a Do we have a gas leak?" Like, I don't know. We had like our fireplace is electric. We had our electric fireplace on. We we're like, "Oh my god! Like, is there a gas? Leak? Is our house about to explode?" And so we turn everything. Justin goes and like turns like the emergency whatever off of the gas, and we call. So we call Atmos, and we ha- they send someone out like pretty immediately. We're like, "We think we have a gas leak." So they rush out turns out they're like no we can't find anything like everything should be okay so we like have a mini panic attack but everything is perfectly fine but then a couple of weeks later we get our first gas bill and it was like i don't like 980 dollars it was a 100- hundred oh no it was
2: 195 oh i thought it was a lot okay no it was 195 okay. which is still, any- outrageous. Yeah, still outrageous still outrageous
0: because we had lived in the house for like two like not even two weeks and so to have like yeah, like a $109 gas bill for two weeks you're yeah, we like, crazy. okay, something is wrong here. And so Justin has to get on the phone because he's the one on the account and I don't like dealing with stuff like that. So like he's the one that has to deal with it. So he calls them and is like, okay, something is wrong here. I don't remember the full process. You can probably tell it better. I'll tell you here real quick.
2: Okay. Yeah. So this is one of those times where my real assholeness comes in handy, you know. It's just one of those things like it's not being an asshole. I'm just trying to get things done. And so I called up there and I was like, well, okay, so I have a $195 gas bill. I've lived here two weeks. Like there's something going on here and I don't have a gas leak. I called the gas company or you guys and you guys came out, said I don't have a leak. So what gives, man? And so this lady starts trying to explain to me. She was like, well, it's the winter time and it's cold. So your heat is on. You have a you have gas heat. So, you know, you're obviously going to be using more gas in the wintertime. And I was like, yeah, I get how heat and gas works <laughs> and how I'm built for it. That's not my problem. And so she starts like patronizing me even more. And finally, I was like, ma'am, I need you to stop talking and I need to talk to your manager now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and, so, uh, and so she uh, puts me through to the manager. I explain it. She was like, uh, yeah, that sounds ridiculous. She's like, I'm going to need to call you back. Calls me back like an hour later. Is like, all right, I don't know what happened, but I cut $100 off your bill. And I was like, you know what? I'll just pay the other 100 I don't even care. I just don't want to pay $200 here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that's outrageous. Yeah. So I only ended up having to pay like half of it, which worked out okay. Uh, but I'm usually not one to like call up and bitch somewhere. And I wasn't. Like I was, I was very nice to the people on the phone overall, but I wasn't going to be patronized either. You no, know?
1: it's like, you're not an idiot. You know that you're supposed to have like a little bit of a higher bill in the winter. But I mean, like, again, yeah. two weeks of living in a house does not equate with two hundred dollars worth of gas bill.
2: Correct. No. And also, that's another that's a big pet peeve of mine, along with people standing up on the airplane whenever the plane first lands and sits down. <laughs> um, yes. Is like people that call up places intentionally and bitch knowing that they're trying to get something for free. I can't Ew, stand yes. that. That's something of our parents' generation for some reason, and I don't <laughs> know why. But it yeah. is.
0: Yeah. So that was our first quote-unquote issue, I guess. And then about a month later, maybe, we have, maybe a little bit longer than that, we have an infestation of ants in our house. So... Oh we sitting there like eating breakfast in the morning, getting ready to leave for work. And I see like a couple of ants walking around in our kitchen and I'm like, that's weird. So I go and kill them. And then I see this like line of ants like under our fridge and I'm like, Oh God. No. And then I go up to like, there's a little bit of a hallway, like when you first enter our house and then there's our kitchen. And when I go up to this hallway and it is just like war zone of ants everywhere oh. coming through our front door. And it, cause I think it had, ra- I don't know it had rained or something. And the, I'm talking like ants, everywhere and all it, it, we have an, our office right when we first walk in then there's our stairwell there's a half bath I mean like they were on the stairs they were in our half bath in our office and I'm like holy shit and so we like rush and like get kill because I mean they're just like little ants like they're not it's fine but like just we don't want an infestation of ants in our house and so I'm, like, wetting paper towels and, like, just, like, smashing him trying to get them up on paper towels. Justin runs and gets, like, the, I don't know if it, what it Raid or whatever it is to, like, spray. And then we have our cat who is, like, oh, what's going on in here? Let's come. And I'm, like, we can't get you around the, like, the um, the Raid. And I'm trying to get into work. And, like, this is, I mean, this happens, you know, and Justin, like, had just kind of started a new function at work. He's, like, well, I can't be late to work. And it's whole big thing. So it was a panic a panic that i had but like of all the problems we could have an infestation of ants isn't bad so we had an exterminator come like later that or like the next day and take care of it yeah but um but that those are really the only issues that we've had like i said because we've built a new home and so like knock on wood nothing more major has happened than that um but i will say my favorite thing that has happened since we have moved in and this was introduced to us because of you we'd never heard of it before because we didn't really need it when we were in an apartment is the app next door the next door app oh boy which is again we never heard of it until you had brought it up we were over at your house once and you were like yeah we just you know you get on and I guess it's for your neighborhood and you can kind of see what's going on in your neighborhood if there's crimes if people have lost dogs or just whatever it is and so we downloaded it when we got into our new neighborhood and my god I'm sure you have ridiculousness on your side, but just reading the stuff that people post on here about things going on in the neighborhood or things that they want to rant and bitch about that's going on, I'm like, it is just, it's a pure entertainment for me. I get on there about every day and just like scroll through. I've never posted or commented on anything. I just read the absolute ridiculous shit
1: that people decide to post on the internet. Oh my gosh. It's hysterical because like I live in like a predominantly, I would say like baby boomer age neighborhood. So they they have a lot more free time and yeah, next yes. door is like their other Facebook. So I'm sure they're posting just as much on Facebook as they are on next door. But I mean, you know, sometimes there's like legitimate stuff. Like they're worrying about Bobcats being out, which is not a problem for my dogs because they're massive, but like other dogs, I yeah. can see. But um, gosh, I mean like people have gotten into like verbal fisticuffs over, Like, political signs in people's yards. And so, like, I mean, people would go around and be, like, they'd be, like, pulling up people's political candidate signs. (laughs) And so people would be, like, threatening. And those like, oh, this sounds just like a such-and-such voter going off and doing this and rabble, rabble, rabble. (laughs) And so, like, and I mean, like, the thread on it would be, like, 48 comments. And it's, (laughs) like, it would devolve into, like, this political theory conversation. And I just... I can't handle. So it's just silliness. Um, I will say that um, it's come in handy a couple of times for us because <laughs> our dogs have gotten out now three times. Oh, God. So I think, I don't think that the first time that it happened, I don't think that we were on next door. So we didn't post on there, but, there's been two instances where we have posted on next door and man, thank goodness for the people that like just cruise next door all day because I mean, they've helped us find our dogs. So, um, in July they got out. And so, um, people like were texting me. I, like legitimately Claire, I was running through our neighborhood. Like I didn't have shoes on. <laughs> I ran through our neighborhood trying to find these stupid dogs because they, they gotten out and, Like people are texting me and calling me and they're like, I think I saw him on this street and they were going this way. And like, I called my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law was cruising the neighborhood in her car. I was on foot. So it's like, we were just canvassing the neighborhood. So thinking it's like, wait, I have this like group text with like three or four of my neighbors and they're like helping me find my dog. So it's been useful. And it's kind of funny because like, um, my dog's names are Archer and Lana and, (laughs) After, after I posted that they were found, like there's multiple people that posted memes from Archer, the show is yes. just like, so happy they're out of the danger zone. Oh, that's <laughs> like, so funny. Me too, guys. Aww. So, um, But yeah, like we've had stuff on ours where like they, they'll uh, have video surveillance of people that like, don't pick up their dog poop. And it'll be like, <laughs> I'm posting it here. You know who you are next time it happens. Like, the next time <laughs> it happens, what, what are you going to do? Come yell at him? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, what recourse do you have here? So, um, then there was another time where I feel like they, there was a lady at the pond that was like scaring our ducks or doing something wrong to the ducks and people were very upset about it. And so like, you know what doxing is like whenever people like give enough information about the person in question on like an internet site to where they can go find them in real life so yes. like they f- they figured out or they took a picture of this the back of this lady and it was like her her vehicle was in it and it's a very distinctive vehicle in our neighborhood it's like a 1998 chevy tahoe that's got like I mean, it looks like it's, like, a swamp buggy or something from Florida. It's got, like, these huge, like, headlights on top of it. It's got, like, this big rack. It's, like, lifted. It's got massive mud tires. Like, just looks like a cr- – it's got, like, one of the – you know those little – Um, it almost looks like a car snorkel. Like, it's got that little thing yes. on the front where I guess, like, if it goes underwater, it can get air yes. out through it. So, anyway, so it's a very distinctive vehicle. And so, like, I mean, hundred-something comments on this – thread and people were calling her out and then people are like no let's defend her and i was just like i was watching it just for the for the entertainment yep i just could not believe it i mean people just sit there and just i mean total complete stranger probably never seen this woman before they've seen her far but they were just willing to just go in on this lady I was like, oh my gosh oh. so i don't know if your next door is like that too i would imagine it probably is oh god yeah it's like
0: i said i get on it for the pure entertainment factor and yeah i along your same line so you brought up you know people just ripping political signs out of each other's yards and just getting to this whole rant and just reading any of people their comments on there will be like a mile long and then someone will come back and then comment another mile long comment and i'm like okay i don't have time to read through all of this crap but basically it's like don't take my sign out of my yard which people are just people are animals anyway i'm like why are you doing that in the first place but yeah so that and then yeah dog poop is a huge thing but i think the two biggest things for my neighborhood is so we are in a new construction zone right so there our house in particular was one of the first houses on our block so we were kind of in the second phase of our neighborhood so when we were building our house we were kind of on the back end of our neighborhood and there was it was literally just fields around us and then our house was one of the first ones getting built and so now there's a lot more that's built up around us but when you build a new home and a new construction place. Like you're surrounded by, there's going to be builders outside or, you know, construction workers outside. There's going to be nails in the street. You're going to have nails in your tires. Like it's just a thing you're signing up for. Um, But people will go on rants about the amount of nails that are in the street, which I get it can be annoying, but you signed up for it. You know, you're going to have nails in your tires. It's just, it's inevitable. But there is this lady (laughs) We'll call her the box. Okay. Cause oh, she's gosh. got box in her name. Um, and she has made it her sole mission in about every single day on the next door app. She walks around our neighborhood and she goes on her like daily runs and walks and she'll just pick up nails. And so she will like literally, and she carries them with her and she goes home and she lays them all out on her counter and takes a picture of them. And she's like, here's my daily nail count. This is like the builders that it was in front of. And like, She'll be like, I picked up 80 nails. I've gone to the uh, the builders, I've gone and complained to the construction worker. And she like lists all the stuff that she's done and the steps that she's taken. And she's she's made it her mission to be the nail lady, which is fine. Oh, like nice. she picks up nails yeah. so people don't have to. I mean, like, it's like right. I
1: appreciate yeah,
0: that would be yes. nice for everybody else. But. but every I mean, every day it's a new post from her. Um, and she's also made it her mission to be like the, the date or like the neighborhood watchdog. Like she's older, so she's like our parents' age, which we weirdly found out. Um, cause we'll take, cause she's so funny on there. Like she just like gets in these like really like amped up moods and like we'll take screenshots of stuff and send it. We have like a family text with like my parents and my sister and we'll just like send these screenshots and we've come to the conclusion that my dad went to college with this lady and he was like, Oh my <gasps> God, I went to college with her. Um, So it's, it's Would she hilarious. walk around picking
1: up like beer cans and stuff <laughs> back know, in the day? I
0: don't know. But um, she's made it her mission to be like the like bodyguard. So this I think I don't remember the exact situation but this person like posted that some sketchy person came up to their front door and like was trying to get into their house and like they were inside of their house or like I like someone's trying to get into my door can someone help me like I'm home alone and this lady's like what street are you on I'm coming I'm gonna circle the block and I'm gonna find him for you and don't worry I got him I'll take him down and it's just like oh my god you are like a 60 year old lady like go stay in your house. Um, so there's that but another thing is is we live near a a dump okay so it sounds gross but there's a, a giant dump across the street from us again you know what you're signing up for when you move into a neighborhood like they do what they can to keep the smell down and they're cover- and they're capping it off like to where it's it shouldn't be an issue anymore but people constantly complain about y'all smell the dump today and just go on these rants about this dump across the street from us and um just, it gets to the point where you're like, we don't need to have 16 posts every single day about the smell. We know that there's a smell. You signed up for it. Stop bitching about it. Um, but I think the funniest thing that has happened um, is so obviously around holiday time, right? Amazon, everyone's ordering off of the Amazon. So everyone, po- you know, gets delivered and then people's packages are getting swiped off of their front porches. You know, there was that whole, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that video going around of the person that like in, put package outside and it was, if someone stole it, it like exploded glitter and like had a fart bomb inside of it. Did you remember seeing that on YouTube? Yes. Oh my (laughs) gosh. That was so great. So kind of along those lines, right? So people, people's packages are getting swiped and people are commenting on here like, Hey, if, um, here's a video from my ring video or from my ring doorbell, this is the, what the person kind of looked like that took my package. If anybody knows it, like help me out. So there's this one guy in our neighborhood who has made himself that he's, I don't know if he has like a prayer group that he has, or he has people that come over every week to his house, and like he I don't, he might be a preacher. I don't really know exactly, but very nice guy. Always posts very nice and welcoming things on the next door up. Breath of fresh air from like some of the psychos that are on there, right? Uh-huh. So he comment or makes a post around the holiday time, and he has a, one of the ring videos on there, and he goes, "Hey." Hey neighborhood, he like, he's trying he, you can tell he's trying to make a joke out of this. It's a video of wow. someone coming up to his porch, taking a package, looks at the camera, dances and like runs away with the package. And he's like, if any of you see like this person, like they came in, you know, they funnily took this package off my off my porch and, you know, tried to make a funny dance out of it, you know, be on the lookout for this uh hooligan or something, you know, in something along those lines. People that have seen been on the Nextdoor app like know that this guy's like, you know, he's like a preacher. Like he's trying to be funny. Yeah. There are people that think that this is legitimate, right? So they oh go gosh, on there like, course. oh my God this um everyone be like i can't believe people would do this like we need to be on the lookout everyone like take note of what this lady looks like oh she's got brown hair blue whatever you go on this whole rampage and he comes back in comments and is like oh everyone i'm sorry like this was a joke this is my neighbor like we've been out of town and she was being funny like i thought i wanted to like keep things lighthearted on this app and post it like she's our neighbor and was just picking up packages off our porch while we're out of town and then people just start going in on him and they're like, oh, how man. absolutely ridiculous that you would post this knowing of all the, you know, there's people that are actually getting their packages swiped off of their porches and just like start berating this poor guy. And he's like, I'm very sorry. And someone's like, you need to just take this post off the next door app. This is just absurd. And just going in on him and he's like, I'm really a nice person. Like I That's really just try to keep things like 100. I was like, oh, this poor man. I felt Uh-oh. so bad.
2: Those people just eviscerated this poor cat. It oh. was I'm all for a public evisceration. I'm all about it. You know that, Caitlin. But oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. This bad. is bad. No. Oh, I mean, he should not have done that. That was stupid. I'm sure he it wasn't was. thinking through it. He but wasn't. Still, gosh.
0: But And then the oh, one other mother. notable thing that happened, and Justin, I think, was the one that pointed this out to me. So, again, we're living in a construction zone, right? So, there's going to be continuously houses that are being built. So, this was around 4th of July last, last year. So, on 4th of July... Um, obviously it's people don't sleep for, for the holidays. Like, you know, you're out there turning and turning and burning houses like super fast because it's a very popular new neighborhood that we live in. And someone makes a post on the, on July 4th and is like, I was rudely awoken. Like, this is a holiday. And at 7am I start hearing, um, you know, nail guns and like, you know, people building up these houses. Like, don't they understand that this is a holiday and I was trying to sleep in? Like, how rude of construction workers to be out here doing, like, building these houses. And I'm like, okay, number one, like, you live in a construction zone. It's going to happen. Number two, they're, they're doing their job. And, like, the, the faster that they can get these yes. houses up around you, it's going to get quiet a lot sooner. So, like, let them do their, their job. And so then people start commenting on about it. I mean, this turns racist real fast. No, oh gosh, real yes. fast. Someone makes a very racist comment about people that are building these houses, and like, it turns into like, oh, these people are probably stealing from us. Like, it turns into oh, this gosh. like all out war zone. On. And like, Justin went on and report. He reported like the comments that were being made on here. He's he's one. I think we've talked about this before. He's one to not shy away from on Facebook going and reporting like poop like mom's posting poop poop and, yep. poop and whatever so yeah he goes on here and like just starts reporting these comments like on the next door app and it's like this is absolutely absurd like the things that people post on the internet is and like this isn't not that it's acceptable on facebook but it's not acceptable on here either like what is wrong with
1: people i know so, oh my gosh it's like how dare they do their job yeah
0: (laughs) i'm so offended right now oh god people are ridiculous but yeah anyway so it's just i'm on it i'm on it daily and just yeah the things people post but yeah it it does have it does serve a very good purpose like because there's always i'll see people on there yeah their dog got out like you said or um you know i found our pet sitter on the next door app who she ends up living a couple of doors down from us to come and, and check on our cat So like there is good out of it, but it's just the, the bad that it's comes hilarious.
1: out of it. It's just mostly just hilarious.
0: Oh my God. So if y'all, and you can, you can download the next door app, even if you live in an apartment. So if you don't have it, any of our listeners, I would just suggest you download it and, just see what's going on in your neighbor because it's good to keep up if there there is crime going on in your neighborhood or yeah Yeah. you do lose your pet and there's people on there to help you out so i do suggest downloading it for the good use of it and also just a pure entertainment if you get bored on facebook switch over to next door oh my gosh absolutely yeah so um well it's kind of nice you know on the the topic of home ownership i know caitlin didn't we have one of our listeners chime in and like need advice on us regarding home home ownership
1: Yeah, this is actually a really good question um, because I know a lot of people have this question. So it says, Dear Peaches, my fiance and I are looking to buy a house but are totally lost with the whole process. What did you do when you were in the market to buy a house? So I feel like this is good because you and I could approach it from two different angles, like with you having built your house and me having bought an existing house. So what what was y'all's process in deciding to go with like, a new build versus an existing home?
0: Well, like I had said a little earlier, so we, we honestly didn't end up looking, we never actually went and physically looked at a house that was already on the market and built. Um, we just played around, you know, we'd known we'd wanted to buy a house for a while. Um, and so we just, as anybody would do like go around and playing on, you know, Zillow or, um, Trulia. And I know there's probably other big, um, home buying apps and websites and whatnot, but I think Zillow and Trulia were the big ones we used. And so we kind of knew what we had budgeted to spend on a home. Um, and we were kind of open on areas of the DFW Metroplex. Like we didn't want to live way, way too far North because we both work in very different areas of DFW. So we wanted something kind of central, but there's kind of a couple of different locations we were open to. But so we were just, you know, filtering down to houses and, and within our budget. And everything that we saw, like it was very, very, very outdated, which we were fine with, but outdated to the point where it was still at the max of our budget, where there's still be stuff we needed to renovate on it. And we're like, we we can't afford that. We just absolutely can't afford it. And so luckily, Justin went to high school with a girl who was a realtor. And so um, he's been in touch with her for a while, and we knew that we wanted to use her. And so um, she was going to be one that would be start sending us houses. But- We'd found this, ended up, I think I'd stumbled across one of my um, Facebook friends. It was a guy I went to high school with. He um, and his wife had just bought a house in this neighborhood that we're currently living in. And I just so happened to see it on Facebook. And I was like, oh, their house actually looks really pretty. Oh, what's this neighborhood? And I just clicked on the link and kind of found the neighborhood that we're in now. And I was like, oh, this is a new build neighborhood. We'd never thought about building a house before. Kind of looked into just the the models and like how much it was costing and whatnot and i was like this is actually pretty affordable so we'd sent this to his realtor and she's like oh yeah i've heard really good things about this neighborhood um let me see if i can get y'all just up with a builder again we'd never thought about building a home because we would in my mind that was going to be way more expensive than just buying a house already on the market not the case so she set us up we went and toured two different builders in this neighborhood Um, just on one day, went and looked at two different um, builders and toured, I think, like six different model homes. And just on that day, we'd found the perfect model, the perfect builder within our budget. And it was just like, this is too good to pass up. And just that we decided that day, this is what we're going to do. And so it happened really, I think faster than we were anticipating. But when you build a home, it's anticipated to take six to eight months for it to be built. And we were like, that's actually kind of perfect timing of what with our just lease that we had on our apartment and whatnot. So, um, yeah, if you've never thought about building a home, I had again, the notion that it was going to be very expensive. It's definitely not the case. Um, so that's an option for sure, depending upon where you want to live in the DFW area. But, um, we just already had in mind just a budget of what we wanted to spend. And so, just find it what I would say is just find a realtor that you trust if you I go through if you have other friends that have bought a home and they've used a realtor that they like use that because you last thing you want is to have a shitty realtor right so luckily we knew that she was good um, and she helped us through the whole process and we had a very smooth home buying process so what I would suggest is first have have your budget in mind and then contact someone that you trust essentially, and I wouldn't rule out building a home because you can have exactly what you want. So, um, I don't know about about you. Yours is completely different from ours. I don't yeah. even know how long y'all looked
1: to find a house
0: before well, you found and yours.
1: Like, it's interesting to like hear your side of things because I like we we didn't even consider building a house for that reason. Like we we thought it would be way way outside of our budget. So it's interesting to hear that you know it can be within your budget if you find the right builder and the right model and have a good realtor. So. Um, what was more important to us when we were looking at a house was location. Um, Austin needed to be in a location where he could get to multiple airports relatively quickly and get downtown where his, at the time where his, his, uh, main office was, he didn't go into the office all the time, but need to have good access to it. So we, um, ended up picking the spot where we are now, um, based on that. So, um, and we had kind of been looking at houses, trying to kind of gauge, you know, what our budget would be uh, based on this area, like where we could afford to live. And um, we had looked at that for a couple of years. I mean, it's like, we we weren't engaged. We weren't married, but we knew that we were going to be married and um, kind of just wanted to mentally prepare for how much we had to save for it and that kind of thing. So, um yeah. So we did Zillow and Trulia both. And we just kind of looked at like all the different houses, kind of like what they were going for. And, um, our home buying thing kind of happened fast too. So, I mean, it used to be just like a hobby of mine. It's still kind of, I don't know if you do this, I do this still, but like sometimes I'll just get on Zillow and like, look at my neighborhood and see like what houses are for sale mm-hmm. and like, see how they decorate it. And like, I, it just, it's fun for me because I love seeing what people do at their homes. So, um, anyway, like it was a hobby of mine for like a long time to just go on Zillow and just look at houses. So, um, there was this house that had been on the market, I think in October through December of 2015 and then was taken off the market. So I'd seen it before and then it was put back on the market in January of 2016 at a lower price. So we're like, okay. Um, and at this point we were engaged, you know, we knew we were going to get married in May. My lease was up in March. So it's just like, things were kind of falling into place. Like this would have been a good time for us to, to buy if we needed to buy. So, but you know, we weren't going to buy something without it being the right situation. Yeah. So, um, So we came and actually, I think this is a very, the house that I'm in now is the very first house that we toured and we really liked it. I mean, we were looking around and it's kind of, I mean, it's probably how you guys felt whenever you were going through buying your house. It's just like, we just felt good about it. It's just like, we had like a sense of peace about it. It's like, okay, like, this is going to be good. I can kind of see things working out here, but you know, we're going to stay open to, other options so we uh we went toward I think maybe like two or three other houses in the neighborhood that were um different they were a little bit newer um but they didn't quite have the space uh for the cost and um another one was going to be at the top of our budget but kind of like what y'all were saying because it was older and needed a lot of updates. so it's like it would have put us over our budget just to make it I mean it was livable but I mean it was just not I mean, not what we wanted, so yeah. we came back and um, we put an offer on this house, and we're just kind of like, let's just see what happens. And it, like, it was priced really well, and so we were expecting to come up with like a lot of competition. Like one time when we came back to tour it again, like there's another couple that was looking at it. So I was just like, oh my gosh, are we gonna get into like a bidding war? <laughs> so we. Um, we went in with our offer on like Sunday, and like Monday morning, I got a call from Austin when I was at work, and he was like, "They took our offer!" I'm like Ooh. what? Oh my gosh! So, um, anyway, so we, um, what did we do? I think we had to like, did, you guys may not have had to do this. I feel like we had to do like a an offer, and then you had to put up like money. I think it's like earnest money or something, mm-hmm. like showing that like you're serious about the offer. So we did that on. That Sunday when we put in the offer, and then um, we went through the whole process of like finding a good lender, and we found a really good one. Um, our our mortgage uh, interest rate is really really good right now. Um, so that would be another uh, point of feedback. I would so uh, give you so first, friend, find a good realtor that you trust. We had a really good realtor that's a friend of Austin's family that um, did a great job. And, um, uh, find a good lender, um, shop around. If you're in the military that can help you, um, that kind of helped us. We were able to get in with a lender that was uh, military friendly and kind of gave us a little bit of a lower rate because of that. And, um, what else? Yeah, I, I think, uh, the main thing was, um, uh, going into an existing house is you can't expect everything to be perfect, Yeah, <laughs> which I did. <laughs> Um, and don't feel like, and maybe you guys felt like this too, but it's like you move into this new house and you see all this space. Don't feel like you have to decorate it all right off the bat. Cause I felt yeah. like that I was like, I have all this space to like put stuff. I need to go to home goods. So I went to home goods and target like every day, like trying to find like little knickknacks to put in different places. And I mean, now I still like them, but like now that the house has been kind of lived in a little bit, like we've, you know, we've kind of accumulated some other little things that are more meaningful rather than me just going to home goods and finding like a pineapple. And because I kind (laughs) of like pineapples, like we have a pineapple now that I don't know what to do with. So, um, anyway, so just kind of be cool with there being open space. Like, and people are going to know, like, if you're worried about what people think, like people know you just moved into a house, it's not a big deal. Like you're going to settle in over time. Um, I'm trying yes. to think of like what other advice I would give
0: One, budgeting. Is important, oh, go ahead. Yeah. But, budgeting is important. But what I will say and which is a common, I think misconception with people is people are before they like, say that they're in an apartment and they want to have a home and they're under the assumption that they need to have like 20% to put down on a home, which is oh, yeah. what people, I mean, the more you can put down the better. Right. But you only actually need, I think 5% to put down. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's not as much as it used to be because we, we did not put down 20%. I wish that we'd had that much money to put down, but we did not. And so it's best to, if you want to own a home, like you don't need as much as you think, but obviously budgeting is important, but you
1: don't need as much as you
0: think to
1: own. Yeah. And that was surprising to us too. And, uh, I think that that's been, what has deterred a lot of people that I know that are still renting uh, from buying a home is that there's just like this looming, like 20 to 25% down payment that like really, quite frankly, most people our age can't afford. Yeah. Like to, and like the home market where we live right now, like it's really hard to find starter homes, like the, the starter homes that go for like, you know, under 200 or, you know, somewhere in that, that price range, like don't exist anymore. Yep. So, don't let that intimidate you. Like I said, find a good lender uh, and they will, they'll kind of walk you through that a little bit better um, and kind of put your mind at ease. But yeah, any other feedback on that? I don't think so. Yeah. Just, yeah.
0: We said realtor have a budget in mind, um, an area of town in mind and just have, have fun with it. Try not to stress. Um, It will, if it's meant
1: to be, it will
0: happen will work out.
1: Yes. yes, that's that's a great attitude to have, and that's yes. how I felt about it, and it worked out. So, um,
0: I'm
1: happy. Well,
0: we are basically at our hour, so this is our first episode that we've not talked about any reality TV, which is kind oh of oh my gosh, we totally forgot. It's just yeah. kind of a nice break, to be honest. You know, like there's a lot more in the world to talk about than reality TV. There's um,
1: reality. We don't even have to watch reality I TV. I know. <laughs>
0: um, well, let's end on our typical um peach pit and juicy peach of the week and as always we'll start with our pit so we end on a high note so do you have a peach pit of the week I
1: for sure do <laughs> I I do mine's dumb mm-hmm. um so uh, since I've been working out my new gym like they've been doing this this annual thing that's a big thing in the CrossFit community this is my first time to do it and I I mean I suck at it. Like, let's just be honest. I suck at it. So we had like our final workout of like this little five week thing called the open on Friday. And it was a whole bunch of pull-ups. And if you're weak sauce like me and you can't do a whole bunch of pull-ups, like you run the risk of ripping the skin off your hands when you do it. Mm. And so I ripped part of the skin off of my hands when I was doing it. And it, it hurt a whole I lot. It's still healing. So it's not uncommon. It happens to a lot of people. But um, anyway, so like anytime I like wash my hands or try like wash my hair or anything or hand sanitizer at work, it was like fire. Like oh. it's just like raw skin. It was just like, ugh. oh my gosh, I'm dying. So that's not a really big peach pit. That's just a- That is a pit. Job. No, it's no. like you're stupid for doing that pit. <laughs> that's no. what my husband said. I came home with like- busted up hands and Austin's just like well don't do dumb stuff
2: <laughs> it's your fault that this happened
1: <laughs> exactly oh. it's your fault that this happened and I'm just like I take full
0: ownership. Do you, of do you have like gloves that you wear or no
1: yes so they have these little and like you, you'll you see gymnasts wear this too because it's uh, they do a lot of the same movements but um, they have these little things that cover part of your hand that, and it's like this little like half glove thing like it, it hooks around your fingers so they got holes for like three of your fingers and it covers the majority of your palm and leaves some room for like your thumb yeah and then it just like velcro straps around your wrist so I had those on and I still ripped oh. so <laughs> that's
2: oh. because I can't
1: do pull-ups right I just I'm not good at pull-ups I'm just not it's Okay, uh, me either. I've accepted it so what was your peach pit so my peach pit was so
0: last week was kind of a rough week to begin with at work like just a lot of shit happened so it was like I was already down and then on Friday I was pulling out of our garage to go into work and kind of along the lines of nails and living in a new neighborhood I had a fucking flat tire and (laughs) so I pull out of the garage and I felt I I heard something weird and then like I felt it and I pulled immediately back in the garage now my front like passenger side tire was completely flat like it looked I mean the tire was like off the hubcap like it was it was gone and so I had to have Justin come out and he had to change and put on my spare for me and he had the hardest time putting it on he he knows how to change like put on a spare tire but like it was just having issues he was sweating he was cursing he threw things on the floor and I felt so bad (laughs) and luckily he got it changed and, and I went to discount tire and thankfully it was they were able to. It, it was they just needed to patch it, and it was they changed it for free and everything. So it was fine. But it was just like after a shit week of work, and then having a fucking flat tire, and having to go into work yeah. late, and just with Justin having issues, I was like, "Damn, this sucks." So it could have been worse. I could have been driving out on the highway and had a flat tire, and not knowing what to do. Um, and it could have cost me a lot more money to have them change my tire completely, and it was were able to patch it for free so i should count my blessings but it was just like after a bad week at work and then having a flat tire i was like this is cool that's great did so. i ever
1: tell you about the time when i got a flat tire in el paso when i was on the freeway no oh my gosh so this is i totally remember
2: this funny.
1: yeah you do because i like i was freaked out so um I started having issues with one of my car. Actually it's the car that I had just before the one that I have now. Cause I've had the one that I have now for a long time, but um, like for whatever reason, my car, like once it went over a hundred thousand miles, it just started like having problems. And yeah. it's not, that's not common with this brand of car that I have. Like these are the ones that you see that like the 1980s version of like all <laughs> that's like the ones that they tear up in the movies because like they're, they're still around, they're still kicking, but whatever. So, um, Anyway, I started having issues with it and, um, it got to a point where like the electrical system just like went out one day whenever I was driving home from grad school. So I had to tow it into the, the, uh, dealership to get them to fix it. And so, um, and it's like in the middle of the summer and it was just a big mess. So they gave me a rental car and, um, I get in the car and you guys like, it's like this Mercedes, it's like a nice car. So, um. I get in this car and I see like a low tire pressure sign on there. And I was like, "Hey, is this an issue? Like, do you guys need to add more more air to it before I go?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, it's fine. Sometimes that just comes on." I was like, "Okay." So I am driving um, on the freeway back to school, and like, I had this massive blowout. This tire just totally shit the bed. Like on I 10 in El Paso where people drive like crazy because they came over from from Mexico and there's not like the same driving laws in Mexico yes. are in. And, and- the states. So I have to like pull over on this very, very narrow shoulder and I'm like in this nice car and I'm worried that somebody's just gonna like not be paying attention and hit me because like it's it was like one of those things where if I like open my door, like I'd be opening it into oncoming traffic. Like there was maybe oh like two I was terrified. So I'm calling the dealership and I'm like sobbing and they're like, Oh, no worries. No worries. We'll send someone out there. So, um, I call my dad and I told him what happened. I was like, dad, like, I'm just so upset. I was like, I told them that my tire was low and they let me go. So he called them and my dad, you guys have met my dad. He is just like a very like meek person, very yes. mom. they so sweet. He, he called them and just, tore them a new one he's just like I cannot believe you put my young daughter in this car without it being safe for her to drive and they were so embarrassed so they sent someone to come rescue me thank goodness they sent this little like this little like SUV to like come and pick me up and I'm like go back and I'm still like shaking I mean like it's not a big deal but it's just you know like when a tire goes out on the freeway like you lose control sometimes yes I, I didn't lose control thank goodness because it was one of my back tires but um yeah, so it was just terrifying. And then oh my gosh, this is like the best. So then I get back and they like put me in like the top of the line loan car that they have. <laughs> they better have. The it was so great. So for a week I was rolling it around in like an ML three fifty Mercedes SUV. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like the closest I'll ever get to having one of those. Oh <laughs> my god. Was so it was like like very beginning of like my my grad school career. And I'm pretty sure like I annoyed people just because I was like blonde and ditzy and then i roll up in this car before class and i'm like oh my gosh i can't stand her. Oh <laughs> so, no! <laughs> it went a long ways for <laughs> me making friends but <laughs> i think once i figured out it was temporary and i went back to my regular car they were fine but um, <laughs> anyway so oh. yes I, I can totally relate to a flat tire situation yes just so. run your day terrible um
0: what about your juicy peach of the week?
1: Um, my juicy peach is pretty simple. Austin is home this week, which is fantastic. Yay. Because um, he, so when I came home last week, he did not come home with me. So he had to stay in London an additional two or three days. And um, so he came back on Friday and he was just beat. So he's home, working from home this week. And then he goes back to London next week. And then he's, he travels just about every other week. So it's just like, it's nice when he's home. because we feel like a normal married couple. We can have dinner together. We can watch movies and shows in the evening together. So I'm thankful for that. So I'm just enjoying it while he's here. So sure.
0: Yeah. What about you? Mine is very simple. It is just my organized closet. It's still just, I go in every day and I'm like, ah, this is great. So keep it very simple, juicy peach. So, um, well that about, I guess, wraps it up for the week. And, um, As always, just to remind everyone about our social media pages, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Peachy Podcast, and you can call in and leave us voicemails, and that number is 972-885-9361, and we will be back next week, and we will see y'all then. Goodbye. Bye.